I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. We are best friends and dietitians. We have a goal of challenging nutrition misinformation and fitness trends with an evidence-based approach. Each episode, we will dish up our thoughts about the latest facts on a popular health-related topic. We're the Upbeat Dietitians. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the podcast. Hello, everyone. Today, we will be discussing a very controversial topic because it's definitely something that's been talking about, been talked about more, and we want to bring light to this topic because it's so prevalent on social media and whatnot. And we've talked, I know we've both talked about it before and received a lot of backlash just because it's not very well known at all and people really don't get what it is. So what that topic is, we're going to be talking about body checking today. We're going to be talking about what is body checking. You've probably heard that term used before. It's very popular in the eating disorder world and dysfunctional eating world. Um, And we're also going to be talking about why exactly is it problematic and then how to stop body checking. Yeah. I'm excited for this one. It's going to be good. Yeah. So let's get right into it. We'll start with what even is this? I mean, it's kind of in the name, but I think when you hear it defined, like at a surface level, you don't think of it as a bad thing. So we'll describe why it, like Emily said, is not so great, but to define it, first of all, body checking is quite literally like when you check your body, usually to see how it's changed. This often involves like this compulsive scrutinizing or monitoring or tracking of your body shape, size, or weight. This could literally include like weighing yourself on a daily basis. Like that would be considered body checking, but there's a whole myriad of ways that we might do this behavior of body checking. Um, like we said, weighing yourself is a really popular, common one to do. Um, looking at your body in the mirror, like (laughs) I used to do this when I was in my gym bro days, go into the bathroom mirror at the gym, you pull up your shirt, look at your abs, see if they've gotten any stronger. You do a little flex like that is body checking. I'm taking measurements, kind of like weighing yourself. It's a way to just check the progress of the size or the shape of your body. Um, maybe you're someone who like, you're always, when you look in the mirror, like grabbing your belly rolls or like pinching your thighs, any kind of like, I almost said groping, but that's a terrible word. Any kind of like touching or pinching like that would be considered body checking as well. Yeah. And and these might be things like where you're like, well, I'm just keeping track of what's going on. That's oftentimes what we tell ourselves, but it's that obsessive side of it where it becomes a problem. Like you're really, your mood is affected by it. You're constantly checking it you can't not check it essentially and we want to kind of pull away from that um additionally some other forms of body checking or what that could look like is putting on a pair of pants to see how they fit and that's something that like once again it's that like doing it over and over again like oh maybe to track my progress sense and you keep doing it over and over again where it's like becoming a little bit unhealthy that can be another example of body checking 
staring at certain parts of your body when you walk by a store window, very similar to that looking in the mirror, but now like there's just a different type of reflective surface that we're focusing on and really honing in on one part of our body. Taking progress photos is a huge form of body checking. Oh my and gosh, I, I did also this. <laughs> a culprit of this. Yes. Oh God. I if you go on my old phones, I bet you could find like a locked folder of all my progress. Oh photos. yeah. And you oh, put them all in like God. an album. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Why? Why? I'm, I guess we're gonna explain we gonna, why. <laughs> yeah, we're, I was gonna say, were we gonna post those later? Right. Like, no, like our little self. No, as we'll explain, like you were just doing it to like have this sense of control over our body and like what it's doing for you know health purposes. Yeah. No way. <laughs> False sense of control. Spoiler alert. Yes. Other things that kind of go along with like taking progress photos are obsessing over past or current photos of ourselves. I know we're both also culprits of this as well, where you're like, oh my gosh, I used to be so much skinnier when I was 12 years old. What? (laughs) When you were in fifth grade, when you were half the age you are now. Or like the classic high school, because we all, for some reason, high school is the comparison point because- 15 to 18 year olds is like peak, peak. health <laughs> peak health yes <laughs> even though it's a very large growth period but you know peak peak health <laughs> and your lifestyle is a million times different when you're 16 than it is even when you're like mid-20s like us I can only imagine like it's completely different when in our 30s and 40s or if we had kids yeah completely different yeah. but that obsession of Looking back at other photos, different photos, it's okay to appreciate pictures. Be like, oh my gosh, look at my little tone muscles. I don't know if like you're in like a travel sport or something. You're like, and now we work in a sedentary eight hour job like us. It's going to look a little bit different. Um, But it's that like going back and constantly comparing yourself and obsessing over that. Additionally, continuously asking others for reassurance of how you look. This we can really just like unpack so much that comes from this, <laughs> but looking for that constant, constant external validation from others is another form of body checking. And as we're getting to the last one, I feel like this happens. We have a list and then we deter at the end, (laughs) near the end of the list. But as we're going through this, (laughs) it's not like you're a bad person if you do these things. These might be things that you don't realize could be harmful to your mental health from like a checking yourself, obsessing over different parts of your body that you just think are normal things to do because only people do these things. And it's just, it's so normalized. Um, but we want to just bring some light to this situation that these might not be the most healthy. Yeah. So you can like, be like, oh, I didn't realize that I do that, why I do that and how it's impacting me. And then you get to on your own or with a therapist or a dietitian, whoever discuss like why and how, and what that's doing to you. Yeah. Yeah. And our last one is comparing your body to other people's bodies or images slash videos you see online. I feel like this is one of the most popular ones up there with like weighing yourself it's just so easy to fall into that rabbit hole of 
seeing you're like, oh my gosh, I want to look like this person. And you obsess over them. Hashtag body goals. Yep. Yep. So, well, we have one last point on this that I want to mention, like on what this is before we get into why we do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Not always, but a lot of the time we will like pick a certain body part that we are body checking when we're doing it over and over and over again. Um, for whatever reason, again, we could totally unpack where that comes from. Like, why do you hate your thighs so much or whatever it is? Um, but it usually is one or two, maybe, maybe more. It always depends of course, but usually a very certain part of your body that you're trying to have that sense of control over. Yeah. 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 So let's talk about why we do this. I kind of already gave it away, but it really does come back to that like sense of control. I think weighing ourselves is like an example we always talk about around here that really demonstrates this. We often weigh ourselves because we feel like if we know what that number is, we can be in control of it. That's going to make sure that we're being our healthiest version of ourselves when we really don't have much control over that number on the scale. I mean, to a degree, yeah, of course we do have some, but those day-to-day fluctuations or like how you're bicep looks in the light on this day versus that day. Like we don't have control over any of that. And so that like compulsive continuous checking of that is often more harmful than it is helpful in any way. This, I was like, we've said the same exact thing before or like something very similar where the idea of trying to be more healthy is more harmful than we go in with good intentions. Oh, we could be harming ourselves. Yep. That is good to fact check yourself slash just reflect. Reflect. I think that should be like our motto. I think we have like eight mottos at this point, but I think reflecting and unpacking is one of them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so let's get into, we've already kind of talked about why it's problematic, but let's get into the specifics if you want a nice list right now. We're big into lists. So the first one being, if we don't like something or like the way our body looks, feels, or fits in clothes, aka that checking point, because we're looking at something and criticizing that part, this can lead to thoughts of shame, anxiety, and guilt about our bodies. And this just really reinforces the idea that there's something wrong, quote unquote, with us. And we aren't doing enough to take care of ourselves, which is just not the case because no one has the right body and no one has wrong bodies or like anything wrong with their body. There's so much more that go, this is just, we're like, you know, what, what's the phrase when you beat like a dead record? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> you just combine two different things. Be a dead record. <laughs> it's broken record and be a dead horse. <laughs> that just makes sense be a dead record that's amazing <laughs> well wait <laughs> oh man we're gonna beat the dead horse and we're gonna sound like a broken record <laughs> oh, so good um what was i saying i don't oh, even know that took all my brain power did you hear my laugh i'm gonna like regret when i have to like edit this episode and i hear that back <laughs> i don't think we've ever heard that that, that was, was an good. appropriate reaction though because that, that was, was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> Um, 
what was I saying? I don't Just know. like there's nothing wrong with your like bodies. Yeah. It's, oh, health is much more than body type. That's literally oh. it. Like oh we've been saying, we may, that's like another one of our mottos is like, there's more to, the, to health than just your body. Um, so when you get really down on yourself, we those feelings of shame and anxiety and guilt just manifest, can harm your mental health, can harm your emotional health, which can affect your physical health. And we don't want that. Yeah. Did you see my Instagram comments today? No, it's all about this. I post, I'm talking, talking about weight. So you always know how that goes. Okay. I think, I think I've seen it. Your videos are always the first one on my feeds. Cause Same honestly, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm like, I have to make sure I like yours yeah. every day. Um, but wait, what was your video today? I think uh, I didn't like yesterday. So that's why my feed's a little bit messed up with the <laughs> algorithm. Like, well, I, you probably saw it on TikTok before it was on like a week or two ago on TikTok. That's how I do it. Mm-hmm. um little behind the scenes for you guys um it was about like how your weight is not your health like they're not one and the same and of course okay. this this one guy's going hard actually I had someone dm me a, a really great follower dm me and she was oh, like would was you mind a hater dming you no I don't get I don't get a lot of dms usually my dms are very nice but the comments are always where the shit shows. Yes. Like but anyway, it. one of my like really nice followers DM me and she's like, would you mind like deleting some of these comments? Like they're like really harmful for those of us who are struggling. Like it's just hard to see. I was like, yeah, girl. So I went through on one of the videos um, that she was talking about and deleted all the bad ones because. You're a public, you're doing a public service, right? Like I'm here for you guys. Like I don't No, We're not, not you're about... not here to like appease the haters yeah. and the trolls. But on the other one, because they're related, um, it's actually on TikTok. Like the comment I replied to is from the first video. Okay. Because you've been doing a lot of replies to comments. I think yes. that's why I'm getting them confused. I've been getting some lately, finally, even though the TikTok algorithm is doing us dirty these days. Um, but he is a surgical resident. So he was letting me know how, you know, obesity is just the worst thing that could ever happen to anybody. And I am, I am killing people by saying that our weight is not equivalent to our health i've seen a couple healthcare professionals in your comments that have really big like superiority comments another one the other day he was like i'm an icu nurse and I what you're saying one. is so dangerous yeah no okay that one we're getting sidetracked but we're getting into this because i haven't talked to you about this yeah, yeah. she was like mate it was such a good start where she was like it's real well it's really hard to hear from like a thin person that like it's okay to like not care yes. about your body and, and you I acknowledged that. your privilege yeah. and I was like look it up look at yes. this is great yes let's acknowledge the privilege but still address the issue and then they just came back with this essay and I I'm was like, like I'm so sorry that I was on your side <laughs> I was like you're literally agreeing <laughs> and people can never be happy but yeah, yeah. it's been crazy lately all yeah. the nurses and residents are coming after you. They're real mad like, that I'm not promoting weight centric healthcare. It's so, oh, okay. That just triggered my memory. Now I know what you're <laughs> talking about. I was like, because I, I remember I read that, but I read it as like weight neutral somehow. And I was like, what is Hannah's? Hannah's, <laughs> Hannah's oh, like, yeah. It's the all I want for Christmas is us to get rid of weight centric healthcare that one okay okay and okay. the comment was like my doctor prescribed me 
Adipex and an 800 calorie restriction. Is that the new thing? Okay. We're just taking a complete detail. Maybe she's not one of the new ones. Okay. What is the one? I know all the deets. There's Wagovi. There is Manjaro. And there's Ozempic. Okay. Those are the injectables that are all arranged right now. Okay. We should do an episode on that. We should. I know far too much about them. And I have lots of thoughts. Okay. Future episode coming, guys. Yes. Okay. Anyway, back to why it's problematic. So Emily talked about how like there's no wrong body. That's not a thing. We don't need to fix our bodies. Um, But when we tie this into intuitive eating, when we are using, I say this all the time, when we're using an external piece of information, like our body size, that makes it really tough to turn into our, to tune into our internal hunger and fullness cues because we're letting like our body shape or size or whatever dictate when or how much or what types of foods we should be eating instead of trusting our internal cues that will tell us that a lot more accurately. So it goes um, along the same lines as like calorie counting. Um, That is also an external piece of information that tells you when, how much and what you should eat. And of course, like there's no way that can exactly align with like your actual hunger and fullness signals that are biological hormonal responses to biochemical reactions in your body. Like there's no way that a number on the scale or my fitness pal can know what your hunger and fullness cues are. No, no. So if your goal is to be an intuitive eater and like, it's how, how do I say this? If your goal is to be an intuitive eater in like the way it's defined of like honoring hunger and fullness, which as we've said, it's a lot more than that, but at a very surface level definition, it's going to be near impossible to do that. If you are doing these body checks and considering how your body looks to an extreme that takes away from tuning into your cues accurately. Snaps to that. I can feel the TikTok snippet coming right now, <laughs> which I make myself. So <laughs> there we go. Put a little flag in my head for that one. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Some of the most common examples of body checking I wanted to talk about and why it's kind of problematic. And I know a lot of people will disagree, um, but examples of body checking in social media can include showing your body in a mirror behind a what in a mirror before what I eat in a day. Good one. Very common because that just sets that even if it's not your intention. It sets the example, here's what I eat on a day, this is what I look like. And then we follow it with, this is what I eat. And what I eat kind of helps determine what I look like. What I eat in a day is our controversial topic. The best way to just do it is to not body check, I feel like. Yeah. Just don't I have it your- in our upcoming episode list though. So we'll break down the whole topic of what I eat in a day is actually. Yes. But the body check is a simple fix. A simple fix is to not show your body before you, what you, cause we don't. Okay. Cool. Like you look (laughs) like that by eating that. Cool. Yeah. Also it's one day. Yeah. And a lot of like very younger influential individuals will see it and they'll associate that with their mind. They're like, if I want to look like that person, this is what they're eating. I'm going to eat just like them. So let's not show our bodies before we do those videos. 
in general. <laughs> Next one is a lot of like, they're every, I source every two to three weeks, a body check comes around, potty check trend comes around. And it's really weird. And there's like either people like doing side profiles and showing off like their noses or like their eyes or like their facial structures or whatever it is. There was that one where like the mirror filter, like it shows like half yep. your face duplicated. Yep. And so That's... like people found like half their faces doesn't match the other half. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. mine's so asymmetrical. It's insane. <laughs> Same. Uh, that's, a, that's actually a really great example. Cause I feel like that was like one of the most recent ones. And oftentimes these features that are like people always go viral for, or like they have whatever the ideal is are more like Eurocentric features. So people who might like, like POCs might have different I'm thinking of like one of the biggest ones I remember was like a nose one and people always wanted like a cute little button nose. Um, And like some people had like more, like it wasn't like curved and small. It was like more straight and big. Um, And they like got upset about They're like, oh my gosh. And I was like, it's because it's just the trend is literally catered toward one like demographic and it, you don't need to look like that. Like genetically, you're going to look different. That's completely okay. It's we have to, it's like the body stand, the, the beauty standards. Unfortunately, that's what it's catered to. But luckily, I feel like there's a lot more conversation around it. Like people are aware, becoming a little bit more aware of like, oh, this is a, this is a body checking trend um, and whatnot. One of the last most common examples that I see all the time and I'm like, why? why? I love this one. We do this where people will like, it's always like they're lip syncing to a song or something. And then they'll like randomly like start pulling up parts of their shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, you're body checking. You're right. Look, know that example. See notes before continuously asking others for reassurance of how you look. That is that. Yeah. You're not asking. You're silently looking for that validation. Non-verbally. Yeah. Yeah. I saw there was this one video and I don't know anything about this individual. So like, don't send any hate their way because I don't, I don't know anything about them, (laughs) but I remember they were wearing this like tiny little crop top with low jeans and they like were doing the lip sync and then they like turned to the side and were like posing and they were eating yogurt <laughs> I think and they were trying to like double down that they weren't body checking and I was like let's look at like what is happening in the video <laughs> oh just like if your definition call, like if you're called out by a decent amount of people though like if we look at the background like what are those what's their intent essentially like they're not like trolls like they seem like genuine people maybe something isn't right here yes it was just such a wild i remember i saw it and i was like what is happening here this is i feel like i don't get too many of those i don't know what's going on with your for you page i don't get i know i always see the stitches Oh, okay. That That's how I see it. If I ever see the original, sometimes I'm like, "What is?" 
<laughs> I have Sirianni. never seen like on my for you page, like Addison Ray, Charlie, what's her name? Mm-hmm. Like I have never seen any of them ever. No, I think their target audience is not. <laughs> no, the for you page is very good. It's yeah. Like it knows can, us a little too well. Right. Like how can Charlie, whatever her name is, have like what, like a hundred some million followers? It's like 120 million. And like never but be also, on my for you page. That's I don't that's know if it's been confirmed, page. but like I'm quite positive her family buys followers. Because if you look at like a lot I've of them, they're like they're bots. Yeah. Whatever. But like that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah, we tend to do this. Okay. Now that we know what I just forgot the word body checking is, it's like right there in front of me like 10 times, what it is, why we do it, why it's not so bueno. Let's go over why we need to stop doing it or nope, wrong. Let's go over how to stop doing it. Also, I guess why. Um, the first one might sound kind of silly, but we just first need to identify that's even happening. Like you may not even know that you're even doing it. Like Emily said a few times, some examples of like, Maybe you are making that video where most of your body is out and you're eating a certain food or whatever, and people call you out on it. That could be a good, a good time to reflect and unpack. Like we always say, get curious. Um, but anyway, the first step is to just identify that you're even doing it in the first place. Cause it does usually happen subconsciously, at least at first. I want to add a little note here. Because I feel like sometimes people might think of like outfit checks. Outfit checks aren't body checking when you're like showing it off. Unless like you start like pulling up your clothes. Exactly. It's the and like things like that. Yeah, exactly that. Like you, you're allowed to like look in the mirror at yourself in an outfit. Yeah. You don't have to like get rid of all your mirrors in this episode. Like you can still have your mirrors. You can still like try to like dress your body in a way that makes you feel good. And like put on makeup if you want to like. Yeah, it's like the obsession behind it and the yes. intent and like how often we're doing it. But okay, so once you've identified it, you're like, oh, this might not be so great for me. Let's try to actively choose to stop doing it. So this is essentially like we've identified it happened. We're like, oh, let's slow your roll, brain. <laughs> let's put let's an end to this. Dead record. <laughs> let's put an end to this activity and this can be just like looking away from the mirror this can be like setting down the tape uh like just telling yourself like verbally out loud or internally to stop grabbing your thighs or your arms or your stomach it doesn't mean like throw out your mirrors and throw out your measuring drapes and keep your like walk around with your hands away from your body <laughs> no it's just <laughs> It's just like identify happens and take that, that small action will go a long ways. Exactly. Exactly. And then from here, once we've like identified it, we've noticed it's happening, we've made a decision to stop doing it. We need to, in some cases, maybe like redirect our attention. So we don't like just keep going back to it. Cause like we said, it can be like a subconscious compulsive thing that you're just so used to doing. You do it like every single day maybe multiple times a day. And so it's going to be important now to like actively find something else to do with your brain, your hands, whatever's involved in that body checking habit. 
this could be a good spot if you're into affirmations um, to include those. Like if you're like noticing that you're grabbing your arms, you're like, oh, I hate the way my arms look in this shirt. My arms are so gross and terrible and I'm disgusting. Whatever your internal thoughts are there, um, it can help to quite literally like just flip that script and say more positive things like, oh, my arms are really strong. They help me carry my kids and carry the groceries saying those more positive things. I know it can sound to some people kind of fluffy and not helpful, but I'm a firm believer in these kind of things. I really can like when you're saying yeah. different things to yourself become like your actual reality. It can go a long ways. It starts in the brain. Exactly. It starts internally and then we'll seep out. <laughs> <laughs> so then the more you do it, it's not going to get fixed overnight. So you just got to keep doing it over and over again. Be resilient with it. You don't have to be perfect. We just need to consciously be making those efforts whenever possible. And then it's also individual. Just it, it's also important. Individual. It's also important to create a more positive environment for yourself. So do a social media detox. Check out the previous episode because we talked about how to do that. Rid your social media of those body checkers or just like even like people that don't intend maybe don't intentionally body check but you compare yourself to they don't make you feel great and then also just pay attention to the media that you consume like is there a diversity in the body shapes the races the ethnicities the whatever it is like more related to like what you might compare to like body wise Making sure that you're seeing a wide variety of individuals so that you're not just honing on on one specific type and that's all you see on your phone or your computer. And then that's what you compare yourself to because that's just all you kind of create your own little bubble around. And from a other positive environment standpoint, if there are people that are really focused on body checking or compare themselves or like maybe you even notice that some of your friends or loved ones or acquaintances or coworkers do this often, either removing yourself from a situation that makes you really uncomfortable, or if you're feeling a little bit more confrontational, you could also challenge their, their your thoughts on that or their thoughts on that as well. And kind yeah. of figuring out what makes you say that. <laughs> Never say, don't ask the why questions. That's something we learned in motivational interviewing 101 is why comes off a of judgmental. So what makes you what how what are other what in that what like other ways to start a question besides why i mean where but that wouldn't really make sense here when who 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 do you think you are (laughs) (laughs) that is definitely not judgmental at all (laughs) no but just creating a good environment for yourself to as you work on yourself, you want to make sure you're not in a space online or physically with people that might inhibit some of your progress. Yeah. We've been episode two on that also, like how to discuss intuitive eating and this type of thing as well um, with those who may not be quite as in tuned with it as you hopefully are becoming as a tud bud. Tud buds. Bottom line, body checking 
you probably have done it to some degree if you're not still doing it. So it's going to be good to just, I think, be aware of it. It's kind of the the goal of our episode today is just bringing awareness to it. So you know that it's happening. Of course, not trying to shame you because like Emily and I said, we also did this. We still probably do from time to time in certain capacities. So it's not inherently like this devious thing that you're doing, but it may not be as helpful as you think it is. So it's going to be good to unpack why you're doing it and hopefully find better ways to, well, actually, no, I was going to say better ways to like check yourself, but that's not what I want to say. Cause that's, I mean, you can check you yourself, like <laughs> maybe you should like, check yourself, <laughs> check yourself before you like, Hey, am I doing okay? <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay. I did want to say that then check yourself, but in a different way in a more positive yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, okay. Our bonus question. We're going to do part two from last week's episode. So last week we talked about what your preferred social media platform says about you. So if you prefer Snapchat, what kind of person are you in our eyes? So what what did we do last week that we don't have to do today? We We did did Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. Okay. I think we're doing TikTok, YouTube, and maybe Twitter slash Pinterest. Okay. Twitter and Pinterest are going to be fast ones because I feel like we don't go there on there as much. Yeah, Twitter, I have no idea. I just think of like Elon Musk these days. I think of Mark, or no, no, that's Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg. But yeah, Elon Musk in his. Let's just start there. That one will be fast because we don't yeah. know much about it. Okay, Twitter. What does that say about you? If Twitter is your preferred. If Twitter is your preferred social media, you love arguing with people. You live for the drama. You also enjoy, I think, detective work. If someone's like subtweeting something, you'll be like, oh, what is this actually about? But I think you mostly like to argue for fun and you enjoy or observing people arguing as well. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how they would dress because that was apparently my thing last week. They just look like Elon Musk. (laughs) Yeah, whatever he wears. (laughs) I don't know what he wears. I can barely even picture his face. Okay, that's Twitter. Yeah. Pinterest. Pinterest, oh, Pinterest, you are incredibly creative and have the best imagination. You see things. You. Why don't I know any of these phrases? I'm thinking of like the silver lining. What is the silver lining? You see the silver lining. There we go. You see the silver lining. Yes. And you might tend to romanticize situations that might not be as great as they seem. I picture it's like, oh, like 18, 19 year old, like what's the like bohemian kind of style? Like like long blonde hair butterfly clips <sighs> i don't know if you're listening to this just google bohemian outfit and that's what i'm talking about okay like okay. those boots that have like the tassels on them the bag that has like the tassels oh here you google it look up bohemian okay. what i'm talking about <laughs> you google okay you google it i'll do this with everyone everyone look up this with me right now <laughs> Oh, he, oh, yeah. Like, the, I think of like, this is like 70s, 80s style. Isn't yeah, it? I think so. Yeah. Like the like flowy. Like headband on your forehead. Yes. Boho. That's what you're thinking of. Yes, exactly. Boho, Boho just, I think is bohemian. 
Yes. Is that? I think it's like an abbreviation for it oh. or like a, a short, a short. I think you're definitely right. Yeah. But boho is just short. Yeah. And cute. Okay. Okay. I that's like Twitter it. or that's Pinterest. Let's end with TikToks. So let's do YouTube next. Well, that's you. If YouTube is your preferred source. This is me. This is Ross too, of course. <laughs> Naturally. If YouTube's your preferred source, you... I feel like people who watch YouTube are iPad babies. And what I mean by this is you need to watch something while you eat. This is Ross. We have... Okay. You know those um, like standing phone chargers that like you just put your phone on and it charge. We have a ton of those, but one of them broke. So what we did, we cut the cord on it and we just like have it on our island so we can put our phone there. It doesn't charge it, but just like it holds our phone up so we can watch something while we eat. Because we have to always have something playing while we're eating yeah. when Ross is there. I don't. I'm fine without it. But like right. Ross has to always have a video playing while we're eating. And it's always YouTube. He pays for YouTube yeah. bread. Yes. Um, but if you're you to prefer, you're an iPad iPad baby. And I'm talking about myself right now. So <laughs> no hate. I'll I'll we'll keep it real. Um, you also prefer you have longer attention spans, depending on if you're watching shorts or not. We'll actually say that. You yeah, have a little bit longer good. attention span. Um but I feel like if YouTube's your preferred, you've been watching it for way longer than shorts have been around. No, yeah i don't think you didn't i know like, people watch youtube shorts. shorts but like i don't think that you're going to youtube that's what watch. got them to youtube no no um and i'm sure you also have a couple you're i think i feel like you're also loyal i don't instagram you are loyal but you're also probably loyal if you're on youtube because youtube's been a lot around for a while yeah and I feel like the subscribing feature on YouTube is much more meaningful than like TikTok oh, yeah. in my example. Like, because TikTok doesn't show videos to no. your followers. How can I have 50,000 followers and get 200 views per video? Like, it doesn't make sense. It's not, the math is not mathing. No. TikTok. <laughs> like, put it on their for you page, whatever. But anyway. <laughs> You get like notifications, you get like all the things about like who you follow. So, but I think your biggest flaw is your iPad. You're an iPad baby. Yeah. At my old job, I would always for breakfast and lunch, I'd always like watch this one specific YouTuber while I ate breakfast and lunch. And it, it was like, I would get upset when people wanted to eat with me. Okay. I do get that sometimes. Yeah. I was like, you have your meal and you're excited to just zone out yeah. and watch your little video. And then people are like, they like come and interrupt your lunch. And I'm like, I, yes. this is my time. Like not even from a YouTube yes. standpoint, like we should make a petition. If someone's on their lunch break, do not talk to them. I know. Unless they're like your best friend at work, then maybe you're left. like, you can yes in, that's but... true like the girls I work with like we usually will eat lunch together but like if it was anyone else I'd be like no I don't want to no. talk to you yeah there's some people I'm like, like I'm... it causes more stress like lunch should be the time that you get to decompress if you work a nine to five yes which I can do that with the girls but with some other people I can't it's just more no. stressful no 
It's like put an effort in to talk to them. Yeah. And you don't want to do that on your break. Not as a dietitian. That's all that's what you do all day is put effort in talking to people. It's exhausting. Yeah. You're putting on a show for like nine hours a day. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, you and Ross dress very differently. (laughs) I'm not quite sure how to say what they wear, but um, Ross's uniform is a pair of sport shorts and a plain t-shirt. So I guess that's the iPad kid uniform. (laughs) That's iPad kid. Yeah. Yeah. And ankle socks and slides. There we go. Is it Adidas slides? Yeah. Low maintenance. Very low maintenance. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about TikTok. This one? If TikTok's your preferred choice, which I know it is a lot of people's preferred choice. One, we're just going right off the bat. You have a short attention span. Like, as two individuals who also consume media on TikTok, like, you have a short attention span. Videos are just shorter. You can manage your emotions well because of what is thrown at you and this might be specifically more me to like my for you page because like I don't know your for you page but like it can go from like oh my gosh look at this recipe and look how good this looks to like my dog died to like it cannot be good are you autistic it's not good you're all over the place like and it's backed up. You're just, pro- you have to process information so quickly. Yeah. And it's such drastic levels of intensity. That's not good for our health. It's not I- good. I will be like <laughs> crying at one video, just swipe past it and boom, I'm like not sad anymore. No. Or you, yeah. Yeah. What? It's, no. It can't be good for any of our mental health. No, but- it's really bad. <laughs> If TikTok's your preferred source, you can process emotions very quickly. Your brain's probably forced to because of what you're consuming. You have short attention spans. Um, you're probably, I want to say, I was about to say you're probably funny, but like I'm t- I'm not stating that because I've seen non-funny sides of TikTok who true. think they're funny. Um, but you're more trendy. We'll say that you're up to up with the trends a little bit more you probably enjoy a little bit of drama because you tiktok comment sections are i feel like half the reason people have tiktok for sure because people are funny in there you probably have a very niche for you page and you don't really like any of the other social medias because they don't know you quite as well as tiktok has figured you out that is one very impressive thing about tiktok like instagram could never do that no, like no, my Instagram, like reels page. Not that I ever go on it. Sometimes like when I post a reel, it will like put me on the reels page. So I'll see some posts there. It's always like the, the basic wellness culture stuff that I would never post. It's always no. like seed oils are terrible. Here's how you lose 10 pounds. Don't use candles. They're going to kill you and your family because they're toxic. Like Instagram, do you even like do you assess my content at all? Or do you just like, apparently not. Cause I put it on the pages of residents and nurses who are that's very true. weight-centric. Not, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I that's feel like TikTok, our TikTok um, 
like distributing algorithm is much better than Instagram. Yeah. Despite the weird view things happening at recently, but like I don't know what's the people it's getting sent to, I feel like is hitting a little bit better than Instagram's yeah. been a dumpster fire recently. I feel like it's I've been getting rarely... so many more views, but it's the wrong people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They need to figure it out. It's making it really hard to do this as a job. <laughs> yes. They're not making it. They're not like helping the people that want to use it, like right as that, right to keep people on their platform, like right. Don't you want anyway? Anyway, um, get me in a room with Mark Zuckerberg. Please. I know this is a petition right here. Speaking of attention spans, I was on my laptop today logging into TikTok, and I could post ten minute TikToks on my laptop. What? Yeah. I've like heard about it, but I didn't know I had that feature. Yeah. I guess you can do it, or at least I can from my laptop. Dang. I don't so think like, I ever want to watch a 10 minute TikTok. I've never seen them. So I'm like, if I posted that, who would see that? Where does it go? <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't do well on that no. platform. That's like the three minute ones barely do. Oh, yeah. Like, well, like you have to really have a good video for it to be like, I feel like a minute and a half is like the longest I've seen like success yeah. with. And even then, like. I think the but, longest one I've had go viral is like a little less than a minute. Yeah. But you have to like have some really good hooks in there or else they're not going to keep them. Around. Keep yeah. them around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I'm just like talking about a topic, it is for my community who's already there. It is not to get views. <laughs> no, 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 no. So what did the TikTokers, TikTok, oh. TikTokers Oh, I don't know. I do feel like it is mostly the Gen Z who are doing like the low rise and like, I don't know. What kind of shoes do the. Well, the mini Uggs are coming back in. That's true. The mini Uggs. The big New Balances. Oh, I I bought some of those. I'm loving them. Crop top, low rise jeans. Absolutely not skinny jeans. Middle part. I don't know. What kind of hair do they have? they <laughs> they we're half gen z i know i feel like it's a lot of like middle parts and like wavy hair oh the dyson go- like, oh yeah the yes. blowout yeah yeah the jennifer aniston hair yeah okay that's what they're wearing yeah so that's what your social media preference says about you <laughs> Let Why? us know if we were completely incorrect. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what our purpose was doing this. It's very no. off the wall, but no. we're dipping into like the horoscope, like or like the personality mm-hmm. test. I've been really into that lately. Not that I understand it fully, <laughs> but it's usually pretty accurate. I know there's like a whole like whole idea of like you like believe it to be true just because you want it to be true. Yeah. But I don't know. Some of those like things that you'll share on your stories, I'll click on it and go find mine. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, it's not not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Go listen to the social media detox episode. We're going to link it in the the description. And it'll also be on the website in the show notes. Go listen to the intuitive eating episode for like if you're with skeptical family or friends, if you're in a situation where it might not be as welcome and let us know your opinions on personalities and clothing yeah with your social media yeah
Okay, we're gonna wrap it up now before we get into a whole new topic. Thank you, yes. you guys here for another 30 minutes. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of The Upbeat Dietitians with your host, Emily Krause and Hannah Thompson. We appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us. In order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars, follow us on Instagram at The Upbeat Dietitians. Lastly, you can show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio. Once again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.